Good morning, dear faithful, to St. Patrick Parish and Oratory here in Waterbury, Connecticut, on this fourth Sunday after Easter. You will be able to find the translation on the link that is provided to you below this video, this live stream video, and also you can follow along with your missiles if you have it at home. Today's Mass is being offered for the repose of the soul of Jenny Tedesco, requested by the family. <clears throat> Please know that, as usual, we provide a copy of this week's bulletin online, and you may consult it on our website at ickSP.org, and if you click on the Apostle page of Waterbury, St. Patrick Parish and Oratory, you will be able then to find the section where we update our weekly bulletin. Also, it gives you an update of the number of donations we have that we have received, and uh, we always are very grateful for whatever help that you give to us during this time, as we truly rely 100% on any incoming donations that, that come here to St. Patrick Parish and Oratory. And I thank all of those also who are who have donated but have but are not truly physically connected with us and they only benefit from the live stream masses that we have been offering. And so for those out there who have been giving regularly, we thank you also for that. Also, as you might know, there are many things going on with the planning of reopening our churches. And for the time being, the Archbishop of Hartford has given us a first communication that he is continuing to work with a team of priests, and especially with the bishops that, uh, that are around in the United States, in order to help us open our church one day, and hopefully it will be soon. The date has not been decided, but we also comply with the opening dates of the government, of the state government. So we will always be in tandem with them, as well as the ecclesiastical authorities. But for the time being, I can only say that it will be a reopening of, of a phases. And so the proposed plan, which I think is being generally accepted in the United States, is that we reopen the churches but only allow 10 people maximum to worship, which I know is very difficult because imagine if everyone comes here on Sunday and parks and then awaits to be, to be entered, to enter the church, and we can only admit 10 people. So let us remember that we, have, we will have conflicts, we will have arguments, we will have uh, differences of opinion on how to reopen, but this is the first phase and hopefully after a few weeks we will be able to accept then 50 people and then hopefully an unlimited number, but we are still at the guidance of the church and the state. So please pray that we will be able to do that and also I Continue to pray for patience and perseverance as all of you I know are anxious to come back to St. Patrick Parish and Oratory. And I thank you again for respecting the current laws of social distancing as 
this truly helps us. And also we will observe that along with sanitation uh, methods in order for us to welcome anyone who may want to pray here. And as you know, every day we open our church for private prayer and you are always welcome to, to come. And the details of the schedule, I believe you already know, is that we open in the mornings right after we celebrate the live stream Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So this month of May has been filled with such gracious events. First of all, we had started with the solemnity of St. Joseph, spouse of the Blessed Virgin Mary. We had our first Friday Mass with devotions to the Blessed Sacrament where we consecrated ourselves again to the most sacred heart of our Lord, to the Immaculate Conception, and to the pure heart of St. Joseph. And also we shared this worldwide as the bishops, of course, in the United States had renewed the consecration of America to the Most Blessed Virgin Mary. During this month of May, we remind ourselves of Our Lady of Fatima, the holy image of spiritual calmness and tranquility that we need to take the time and immerse ourselves during this pandemic crisis and during this time of our troubled world. Despite of all our worries today, let it go and spend time with Mary, meditating on her sacred mysteries of the Holy Rosary. Let us return to Mary each time we return humbled by our failings and sins, for there is much merit in this. Let us offer all to Jesus through Mary, especially in holy obedience to the will of God. Our Lady knows supernatural obedience, and she is our best and most patient teacher. As St. Maximilian Kolbe says, she herself will obtain and gain you the strength to advance on this road. More as the best of mothers, she will carry you most securely in her arms, pressing you lovingly to her immaculate heart in the most difficult passages of the way. Such relevant words from the great saints, especially during these times of unfortunate and uncertainty. We should be grateful of how many blessings and indulgences and graces we were able to have during this month of May and in the past, dedicated to the Mother of God. Speaking of Mother Mary, meaningful too is this Sunday, the second Sunday of May, for many parts of the world celebrate Mother's Day honoring our own mothers and those who have been mother figures to us, those still living and those who have passed away. We invoke Mary as mother of all Christians and even as mother of all men. Mary is our mother in a spiritual sense and through adoption, for by her union with Jesus, she has communicated to us the supernatural life 
of grace. She is called Mother of Life and of Salvation, since she gave us the Savior and united herself to Him on Calvary. Let us not be ashamed to profess our filial piety for her as our spiritual mother. As this is Mother's Day, may all the mothers everywhere find their joy in their vocation in Mary, the mother of all mothers. And for the rest of us, sons and daughters of mothers, let us always be grateful to our own mother who gave us life and always ask Mother Mary to intercede for them, wherever they may be. Imagine, my dear faithful, if it weren't for our mothers, we wouldn't be on the face of this earth, worshiping and adoring our good Lord for all the blessings and graces we have received. Every best gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, as St. James describes our Lord, is the source of the best and perfect gifts. The, gen- the regeneration through baptism is the most excellent of these gifts, for through baptism, the Father of lights has made us his children and heirs of the kingdom of heaven. How great is this honor and how earnestly we should endeavor to preserve it through the reading and preaching of the Holy Word of God and through the participation of the most holy sacraments of Holy Mother Church. St. James continues by instructing us to be swift to hear, but slow to anger, because anger does not work the justice of God. How many times do we rush through things and get so disappointed with ourselves or suddenly realize we have been short-fused with our neighbor or try to make resolutions to remain calm and patient in the parking lot of the grocery store for curbside pickup for our items but blew up at the last moment because of the long wait. How many times do we try to be slow to anger But it seems five minutes after making our resolution, we get angry again. And then we get upset that we got angry again. Dear faithful, therefore let us speak today on the gift of patience, the fruit of the Holy Ghost, the paraclete, who is to come after the departure and ascension of our Lord. The one who we should look up to in matters of patience is our Lord God himself, who is meek and humble of heart. God endured so many times our constant offenses and sins. Although our Lord has the power to punish us now, he chooses to be patient with us so that we may turn at last to God. God does not desire our death, but rather that we turn from our ways that we convert. Also, we know that the judgment of God is indeed just because it is slow in coming, because it is deferred, so that through the enduring patience of God, 
man may give thought to the eternal life to come. And that is why, dear faithful, we are not allowed to make judgment on our neighbor of their soul because we do not know what will happen to them in the future if they will come and repent from their ways. And so let us put the judgment to our Lord who is our ultimate judge of these matters. So we must be patient and gentle and mild so that we can be perfect just like our Heavenly Father is perfect. What better way to do this than to contemplate on our Lord and, that, and what He underwent during His most bitter passion? He was patient with all the reproaches and mockeries He endured on the cross. If we want to live in Christ, dear faithful, if we want to put Him on as a garment, as a new man in us, if we acknowledge him as the way of our salvation, let us then walk in his footsteps and follow his patient examples. He, shall, he that shall persevere unto the end shall be saved. We must endure and we must persevere. We are not striving for the glory in this world, but we are striving for the glory of the future life. Let us never forget that. We too must remember that patience will help us overcome and drive away evil. With the help of God, patience can help combat our weakness of the flesh and body. But most of all, we must remember patience and how it can help us so much with our practice of charity. Charity is patient and kind, does not envy nor is puffed up. St. Francis de Sales, patron saint of the Institute of Christ the King Sovereign Priest, said that if being stung and bit by detractors and enemies, we fly out, swell, and are enraged, it is a great sign, by it is a great sign that neither our humility nor our meekness are true and sincere but only apparent and artificial. What we need, then, is charity, which is the bond of brotherhood and the foundation of peace and anchor of unity. We cannot have peace nor unity unless we patiently support one another. Through patience, we will calm our anger, restrain our tongue, unpuff our pride and ego, it will make us humble when we are prosperous and courageous in time of adversity and mild and gentle when we receive offenses, teaching us to forgive swiftly and in turn help us to ask for pardon to those we offend. Through patience, we will direct our mind to an awareness of what we are doing so that as we walk forward, we may keep to the way of Jesus Christ. As long as we imitate the patience of our Father, this will enable us to continue to be children of God. Our Lord, who became flesh and dwelt among us, died for our sins and rose from the dead. As we come closer to our Lord's departure from earth on His ascension, which is coming up in a few weeks, we contemplate the arrival of the Holy Ghost. The paraclete, the advocate, 
the Holy Ghost becomes necessary as Christ was about to leave his disciples. It was so comforting for his apostles to know that our Lord was with them during this time. But he must ascend back to the Father. As the disciples, in their grief at Christ's going to his passion and death, after the accomplishment of which he was to return to the Father, never once they asked him, Where do thou go? Many of us, because of our attachment to this world and its pleasures, never ask ourselves, Where are we going? Where does this life that I am choosing to live leads to? Ask yourselves, dear faithful, where are we going? Is it the right path? If not, retrace your steps and follow Jesus, who by his charity and patient suffering and death entered heaven, where he eternally praises the Father and eternally shows him the wounds that he endured on the cross for our salvation. Look to Christ's mother as well as that additional guide to help will help us with our trials through patience and obedience. Our Lord and Our Lady should be our sources of refreshment as we continue to strive and sanctify our own lives. So let us use this second half of this month of May dedicated to Our Lady in a more robust way to remain devoted to her so that we may never waver from our path to holiness. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.